Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports Girl at Erina. This week we mull over the 3-0 loss to Adelaide, discuss the trialists that did the bolt, and we open up the mailbag to answer some fans' questions. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Josh, Morrow and Fred. How are you gentlemen? Hola. Hello. Devoed, mate. Still devoed. <laughs> I've, I've calmed down considerably. I'm calm, but it's not a calm. You don't sound calm. You seem upset. Tough. You know. Anyway, I'm just going to fade up the uh, walkout song. This one's for the younger listeners. Josh, what is it, mate? Uh, Oh, I know. Is it because Kennedy dropped it in the bloody net? Exterior like fish eggs, the interior like sorry, sorry if that was a bit loud. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. He, he dropped it into the net like it was a hot potato. Mm. Let's not dwell on this. Actually, no, let's dwell on this. <laughs> I'll come back to Kennedy later. Let's just start at the start, shall we? 3-0 against Adelaide. Who played a midweek fixture... And basically, we're probably running on adrenaline. But they were good. Game. But uh, they, were, they were good. They were good. But they seemed to be, I don't know, that first five, ten metres, they were in front of us every single time. Every single one of their players was better than what every single one of our players. I No, I think that we were expecting that Adelaide were going to be buggered after playing what was a really good FFA Cup final. And I think that we were a little bit complacent. You could tell. The boys were proper lazy. They couldn't do anything. They they couldn't pass five metres. They didn't make the run. They didn't read the ball. No one could read the ball. Mm. that's, That's a real worry. Meanwhile, Goodwin was good. I'm not going to say he was... Yeah, it was good. We made, we him, made him look exceptional, good. Yeah. <laughs> but he has shown class over the last few weeks that he's very good at what he does, but, you know. I think we made it a bit easier for him. Okay, oh, first totally. goal. First goal. Come down, the, uh, come down our left, whipped in. Um, Clisby gets the head on it for some reason, whoever was in front of it. I think it was Cissé didn't get the head before him. Comes off... Good one. Comes a f- good one. Going for the throw in. He's going wide. Probably, no, I'm not going to say throw in. I'm going to say probably goal kick. Goal kick. Goal kick. And then comes off Clisby's stomach and goes in. Rolls. Oh, fuck. Rolls. <laughs> I'm tired. Of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can sort of wear one bad goal. And the second one comes down our right. Rolls is found out, caught out. Probably not asking for the assistance that he should have been asking for from McGlinchey. And that happened a number of times. Anyway, at this time, curved around the outside, beautiful through ball. Uh, good runs up. Kennedy left in no man's land. You know, a, a decent keeper, a decent player would be able to see that where that through ball is going to end up, when, how far it's going to come, 
You can see you can see when he's going to kick it. You move out there to go play sweeper and either kick it upfield or pick it up. Just stop the attack. Just boot it out. But no, he boot comes out, out. He comes at what ten meters, stops, and then comes again, and he's stuck. Well, he was seemingly already out, and so at at the moment that that Galloway is going to punch that ball down there, then the camera immediately pans over to where. Um, the goalkeeper is and where the ball's going to end up and the goalkeeper momentarily goes but then hesitates after about a metre and and stops momentarily and then goes again and only just fails to get to the ball before Goodwin next. If he goes that first time, the more times I've watched the replay of it, the more times I can't believe that if he didn't hesitate, he would have got to the ball easily before Goodwin and yeah, cleared it out of the sideline. That would have been the end of that. But instead he came, he w- didn't, he came again Got caught nowhere and Goodwin was good enough to slip it through. 2-0. And then there's the third goal. God. As soon as the free kick was awarded, what we all we all said to, well, you, we all said to each other. You were about to tell me something and then yeah. you said, you turned around and you said to me, I'll just wait, I'll tell you after the Goodwin goal. And yeah. then literally three seconds later, <laughs> the ball went in. Yeah. I was, I was expecting it to go in, but I wasn't expecting how it would go in. No, I thought it was going to be smashed top left-hand corner. So did I. Oh, no, I thought right top, top right, right o- over the wall. I thought he had... I thought it was perfect position for a free kick, about 23, 24 oh, yeah, yards yeah, yeah. out. Plenty, plenty of room to get it over the wall and uh, back down in time into the goal. And, yeah, our keeper decides to uh, but go all butterfingers and... To drop the ball in the net, which was very um, frustrating, <laughs> to say the least. D- do I say good on him for getting to it? No. no. Okay. No, because it was so <laughs> soft. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he had time to have a smoker on the way there <laughs> and still get it. It's hard not to look at it and say there wasn't. He there was wasn't there in plenty of time. There he was just barely has to enough. Put the gloves in front of it hard enough. There was barely any power on it. It no. was just placement. It was all placement because it was always going in with that placement. There was just not enough power on it for it should to for it not to go in, not not to be Kennedy to save it. I should say well, the one he hit against Sydney that was hit with a lot of power. Yeah, that oh, one went yeah. hard. That's that what was I was expecting. No yeah. keeper would have saved that yeah. one against Sydney, no. but. No. Every keeper should be saving that free kick. At least catching it. If you don't think you can catch it, punch it away. Yeah, if once you get into that position he got in, surely you have got to get the gloves in front of that. Yeah. And it was deflating because if we had any moments in the game, and I know I'm being generous to say that we had many that were all that positive. I think we had did two. All hit the, we did had, all yeah. hit the post sometime close to that time? And was this around the time that, that the VAR failed to see how... It was the Simon... How, um, there Simon was a redirection of the ball away from the Handball... The Simon handball shout. The handball in the first half. The awe shot that yeah. Izzo was able to pretty comfortably save. So if there was so any time only two chances. that we were we were looking like we might save ourselves, then it was then momentarily, even though I'm, I know I'm being generous. But then once that went in, then after that, we're even worse than we were before, seemingly. It's a different game. If Kennedy saves that and VAR is nice to us and gives us a pen and we tuck it away... It's 2-1 and it's game on and it's a totally different game. I remember when it happened... Well, if you had a decent McCor- keeper, McCormack, McCormack, McCormack actually went and grabbed the ball and stood on the spot thinking, we're going to get a pen here and I'm going to tuck it away. It's going to be, what, 3-1 or whatever. And VAR gives us no call and it's a corner and nothing happens and nothing comes of it. So, 
Yeah. He was very close, so it would have been a harsh penalty call, but there's absolutely no doubt. What about the handball in the first half? Yeah, n- not as There was a couple of shouts, wasn't there, for handball? But the Simon one that I thought was the main d- concern yeah. decision. I, I think he definitely redirects the ball arm. away from going in with the arm, close or not. So in a lot of other leagues, that will be a handball. So yeah, I think it was... Oh, no, because it comes off the post off his trailing arm, doesn't it? Yeah. So it looks... The, it, 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 when you see it at the ground, it looked like it came off his right arm as well, but that was actually the post, and then yeah. back into Simon or whatever. I reckon, I reckon Simon appealed for it so much because he used to play for Sydney and they used to get all those decisions, so he was pretty. Co- he was probably pretty confident of getting that decision. Well, but he forgot who he was playing, who he was playing for his uh, hometown club again, and we, uh, not surprisingly, didn't get the call go out to go our way. It just felt like mm. last year, all over again. That's what I was about to say. I was so disappointed and frustrated because I thought performances like that were behind us. So did I. And I thought... That's I, what I think pisses said, me off about it. I think we said last week that that sort of, you know, never say die attitude that we have, you know... Trumped up all of the DNA. bloody off-season. Yeah. The last well, three and months, and we're not going to give up, we're not going to do this, but it just... And we showed a bit of there that. There was nothing there. In the first two games. Yeah, At least we sure. were, were looking like a team hard to beat, but this time, I'm sorry, but a it's lot of the time we look like turnstiles. Because we, we couldn't pass it. We could not pass it out of the back. Golik couldn't pass it a few metres. Cissé, um, there was one instance where Cissé looked up, saw Hiadier, like right in front of him. He was, Hiadier was so near, sort of only half looking, had two players on him, and CC passed it straight up field to in him. In the middle, I saw it. In the middle. Mm. What's he meant to do? Lose the ball. So he did. Yeah. And they nearly scored. Another one. I don't know what they're thinking. They're not thinking. Oh, there was too many too many occasions during the game where we were just passing it back to Adelaide. Just way too many times. And and they and are a and team and that disrupts you, so you know. And from players that you wouldn't expect it from. As well, you know, O'Neill. Yeah, Golick. Golick had a had a shocker. I reckon had a lot of passes that went to either Adelaide or were just wayward, which was you know again disappointing to see. Like hopefully, I think the best that we can hope for is that was just a sort of one time thing. And next week we'll obviously talk about it. Victory away. We can't play like that against Victory away, or we will be humiliated. I'm I think just, I'm just thinking about all the amount of bad passing we had just the running best, through my head. The best I can hope for is that the boys understand how embarrassing that was for people like us who were there trying to enjoy our team heading in on a trajectory that was positive again and feel as aggrieved as us enough that they will actually, you know, add 10%, probably more like 20 or 30% needed uh, than this week and you know, at least uh, be a difficult team to beat again in front of Victory. Um, if I remember rightly, the last time we went to Amy Park and played Victory, um, mm. the coach um, lost badly and we sacked him. Or something happened, whatever it oh was. Oh, yeah, that game. I so I think I was there, but I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> so It was the infamous... You know, um, let's hope we can do something different than that. The infamous net breaking and Kennedy helping... Parbarusus up to fix the bloody net. That's that, Not was, to that was a PK League moment. Bones. Oh yeah, uh, right, that was right yeah. in front of us too. Yeah, it wasn't a great. Wasn't a great. Not a great visual. That's <laughs> we should have had the uh, penalty against Tools or well, for Hall. No, no, no. That was City. It was City. That was, was a it? City game. Not bad. 
That was before. Yeah. Anyway, we don't want another one of those <coughs> happening this weekend. Yeah, please not. The horror of last year you know? sort of melds into one. Right now, I'll take one nil down and we play strong. I know that's bad. Are we training too hard? Are we not training hard enough? I hear that, I hear that we're training pretty hard. You, like you've the been look down of our tra- I've been to a couple of the trainings. Might get a couple more, but... They look like the to me it was um, good intense training, not um, uh, long training, um, but I liked the kind of um, ways that it looked like the coaching team were trying to get the boys uh, into whatever game. For instance, I watched I guess maybe one of the tactical sessions before the city game, and they were doing stuff in small spaces with lots of short balls and lots of pressure because they felt that that and Mulvey said that he felt that. Um, that's what City would put up to us. Um, so that just makes sense to, to have some, you know, part to your training that, that tries to defeat that or whatever. So well, so well I like the look of the way we're going the game about that it. They'd played they'd trained really well during the week as well. Yeah. And there's so a lot of there's a lot of um, sort of uh, I don't know, banter. If players that are uh, not quite cutting it you know, their, their mates are pushing them along and uh, at the end of the sessions they seem to have this shooting stuff going on in competitions and they're pretty competitive about it. Like they're blowing up deluxe when they get uh, uh, outed from the shooting competition. So, so yeah, I, I like the look of the way we're going about it. But um, I didn't like it on Sunday. Right, I'm just going to quickly go through the lineup. Kennedy, Paul, Rolls, found out. Glisby, he didn't have too much traffic down there but when it did come down there... I don't know. We got found out as well. Is is that a case of midfielders not tracking back? I don't know what the solution is. Some people said that um, the reason for that, our inability to hold on to the ball was that we lack a midfielder because we've got two strikers playing together. And uh, that could be our problem. And maybe it is. Um, but it seems a pretty weird solution to have the most dangerous player that we have uh, in the squad not and touching pr- the ball. And probably the most expensive having to come off after seven minutes after being completely anonymous yeah somehow that suggests to me that the game plan is not uh, working. it was a waste absolute waste i'm sorry uh cc poor golic poor o'neill he was doing his usual yeah. i thought o'neill but he wasn't as effective as he was the week before i don't think he, he was trying but yeah, I suppose. What can what can you do? How can you saw when you're flying with turkeys? McGlinchey. I don't write any of the boys off, but I'd like them to understand no, how we all feel. <laughs> it, well, you know, it seemed to me that almost from minute one, we were like rabbits in the headlights. We had no answer to the power and pace that Adelaide put on us at times, and we and part of that seemed to be that we were just like you said earlier a quarter of a second behind the play. So every time they took off, we gave them a quarter of a second to start with and then we're always chasing, which made it bloody hard. Yeah, RDA, off at half-time. Yeah, d- does anyone know why he was hooked at half-time? No, but I thought I saw somebody, I'm just speculating, but I thought I saw somebody asking him after the game um, whether he had come off with an injury and him saying no to that. Okay, so, so that suggests that it was tactical. Well, who came on? So I think we went from two DMs to one DM and then two attacking mids. Yeah, definitely that was the type of thing we were trying to do. Well, I think that's what we did. I but think, but I don't think know, you've fair I'm not play sure to we executed that. So that meant that Hull was mostly a holding midfield. No, I think McGlinchey came in and Hull went out wide. 
Yeah. Isn't that what happened? Yeah. Well, I thought we That's were trying to do what you said and, and add Hull as a second, kind of have a second ten. No, but Hull I, went out wide. Hull, was on, Hull was on the left, mate. But Every I time I saw Hull, him, he was on the left. But I thought Hull got pushed back and became a holding midfielder just by our failure to be able to control the ball. Control the ball. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you weren't looking for it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Tommy Orr. Pretty anonymous, to be honest. He did better than last week when he came on last week. Where was his Where's his pace gone? I don't know. I think it was the wrong move to drop Payne. Payne hadn't done Morrow anything wrong. Runs faster. Payne, <laughs> <laughs> Payne, Payne, Payne hadn't done anything wrong. Goal and assist in the first two games, and he gets dropped for Orr, and Orr is Payne couldn't put a cross in last week. Goal and assist more than anyone else in the squad the last two weeks. He might have. A lot of poor touches, but he's had two good ones to that set up goals. So I think you've got to stick with a player that's on a goal and assist the first two games, but that's just me. And also, I think you're about to step on it, but I don't like Simon being up front and Ross being 10. It doesn't work. I Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was going to say McCormack and then bring up Simon last, but Simon up front is not working. No. It's the two of them. It's It's meaning that Simon's in the game. And we could probably do without that at times, and McCormack's not. He's a wrecking ball, and I get He's it. He's good to come on the last 20 minutes of the game, but stop starting him. Just put Ross up front at nine and let him get let him get on the ball rather than Feed Simon the being ball. in the way. Feed him the ball. Because every time he touches it, it's, there's a bit of class. Every time he touches the ball, I just, yeah, I, I don't understand why Mike seems to like having Simon up front and it's Ross playing 10. Simon up the front is purely for a community thing. He's going to cook cakes. He's the, no. the, the, the player from the Central Coast. He's our captain. Of course he's going to be played. He heads it on to no one. The community There's a few times he did he, hold it up Simon and did suit. put on to the bench, there will be uproar. Oh, no, or, there won't. Like, dude, I reckon people will throw a stink Not if we win. Well, no, there's that. But I don't think we will do well with Simon up the front. He just wants to punch people. And I, love him. I can't believe he didn't get sent off, to be honest. Yeah, he's community that's sentiment. what will happen, that, that soon enough we'll, he'll get a break anyway because he'll be sent off. That's what will Community sentiment doesn't win football games and that's what, I am all interest, that's what I'm interested in and want to do is win football matches. Community sentiment and all that crap just doesn't I don't really want him bother me. I don't want and him I on the field. I'm happy with him on the bench. Yeah, me too. He's, yeah. I just want us to go with McCormack as a lone nine for a game. And see how it goes. I think we'll be much better in the front third than we would with Simon up front. You know what I don't want to be forgotten either? And I hate this. That that the refereeing in this game was absolutely oh. diabolical, right? But you can't say yeah, a word. Because we were so bad yeah, that exactly. we, made him, we made him look fantastic. If we were half <laughs> decent, then yeah, we could whinge about oh, it. Mate, some of the things that he did in that game were just absolutely horrendous. Like, uh, no idea. Has he ever played football before that referee? Like, Probably not, because some of the decisions. Well, just don't you become a referee because you can't play football? Oh, I don't know, but that guy on that day. Anyway, yeah. players that came on, who? I oh, just just back to the ref. I don't want a ref's fault because we lost three 0 and the ref didn't contribute to the loss. So no, oh, no, no. no. I, I was making. I know, an what, I know what you're saying. I'm I just was saying. making an observation that the referee was absolutely appalling, and he contributed he to the lopsided of the lo- of the loss. Oh, I don't know. He really? came, he came them just as bad as he came us. He was horrendous for both teams. Like there no. was balls that went out that he didn't that weren't 
that were called the other way and there was also everything you could imagine that was hopeless was hopeless had no bearing on the result yeah honestly i don't know how simon didn't get two yellows me either <laughs> well, that's about the third week in a row. Maybe they're thinking he's still probably playing for Sydney. Lucky. After um, what was it? it was after that we didn't get the decision with VAR, and Matty's just probably blown a gasket and went straight through someone, and probably <laughs> could have got a straight red for it. That's that's yeah, that's another that's a Matt Simon off the bench thing that should. Well, happen. that's what will happen once he gets a red card. Oh, and then we'll Matt Simon, if you system. listen to this, it's not hard to stay on side from a free kick. <laughs> Honestly, how do you get offside from your own team's free kick? You can see exactly when the ball is going to be kicked and you time your run accordingly, surely. I know how you physically do it, but I try to avoid it. <laughs> Honestly, it's... It's embarrassing when you do do it. How do you do that? Archie Thompson probably knows, because he's the most offside player ever in the history of the A-League, isn't he? It's just so frustrating when we finally do get a decent break... I need to look over and see the linesman with his flag up. Sorry, the assistant referee. Mm. Yep. <sighs> Miller. Miller did all right. He added some sort of enthusiasm when he came on and made a couple of crosses that looked dangerous. It was mm. that period of the game where we looked like we had a chance and then then Goodwin got that free kick. I wouldn't mind seeing Miller play more, actually. I rated him before uh, in the preseason. I thought he was one of our better players. How about that... Um, that Chance at the end with Simon, buddy, trying to get past people and then scuffing a shot into someone and then putting in a first-time cross that nearly resulted in a goal. So that's, again, that's the thing for Simon to come off the bench fresh to try and create something in, against tired defenders. So I'm all for that. I'm all for Simon coming off the bench with 20, 25 to go to try and get something going for us that probably wouldn't happen without him on the field. But I don't like him as a starter. But that's just me. I just don't know how most of our players can't clear the first person. When they're putting a cross or a pass, they can't clear the person that they're trying to beat right in front of them. That's, that's, not, that's not just that's, A-League that's people. That's amateur that are, league. It's not just A-League that are guilty of it. It happens in the Premier League heaps. Or well, games that I watch. The whole team for the whole match. Well, not the, not the whole team for the whole match, but it, it does happen occasionally. But like you, like you said, yeah, not every single bloody time. Frustrating week. Very frustrating. You probably hear it in our voices. 6,043 in attendance. I think it's being generous. Isn't that like the exact number of our memberships? Or I thought it was, but apparently we've got 6,4. Oh. Well, that's all right. I nearly coughed really loudly then. Sounds like... Creative. Who wrote Kennedy is a dumpster fire? You did. No, I didn't. I didn't write that. Someone did. Anyway. Luke? <laughs> where is that? <laughs> it's it's the these moments where it's lucky I went to blame Luke. Exactly, I've lost them. All right, well, we're going to continue with... Uh, we'll continue the discussion about that later with uh, some fans' questions. Murray, you got your glasses on now? You're right? Yeah, mate, I can see that it does say what you said. <laughs> 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 Moving on. I don't know who wrote that. Um, okay, uh, City 3, Sydney... Uh, sorry, City 0, Sydney 3. Hmm. Yeah, my um, I was my surprised. oh, I think City are going to do it this week. Tip from last week went really well. Mm. I think Retray had his best game for Sydney by a long way because he's usually that eighty-fifth minute sub that comes on and doesn't have any time to sort of do anything. But um, that first goal was a cracker. Sort of just flicked the flicked the heel at it. It's gone in, and Sydney were all over him. Both the Adelaide and Sydney teams backing up from 
FFA Cup final, both winning three 0 So form, hey. How soon do you reckon Sydney are going to burn out their players? That's what I was thinking as well because they've played the same starting eleven three times in what eight days, and I think it's from coming from Arnie as well. It was the same eleven every week, wasn't it? If yeah. they get a couple injuries, something's going to happen, and I think. Uh, a decent point to make is that Clarky Andrew Clark, strength and conditioning is not there anymore, and I think that's probably one of the big reasons why Sydney were always fit and didn't really have any injuries. But now, it could be possible that if they get a couple injuries that are long term, which you know, hopefully doesn't happen because I don't want to wish in, I don't like to wish injury on any player from any side. But burnout. Burnout is definitely... Yeah, a burnout. <laughs> yeah. But, like, going back to your question, I think burnout is definitely possible. They might sort of not have a lot left in the last, I don't know, 10 rounds, maybe. Grab what you can. Pure speculation. Hold though. it as long as you can. Isn't that how it works? Mariners season three style. They are pretty good. They were good. The, yeah. I'm surprised. They just replaced Bobo with Lafondra and keep I th- going. I thought City were disappointing, to say the oh, least. Oh, yeah. City were... Bad. I hope we're not in the bottom ha- playing the teams in the bottom half of the comp in the first two and and uh, I was just thinking that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they, City they w- City that. were really bad. They had a lot of possession. They had a lot of ball in the final third. They just couldn't break Sydney down. Mm. Sydney's defence was just Fornaroli continues his drought. Yeah, I think Fornaroli is um yeah maybe he's burnt out already. They could they three. could do a McCormack right about now, couldn't they? Yeah, apparently, but Lafonda, apparently we, played, we, we could paid do more with for McCormack him. right now. Lafonda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> though, how good like that teams that are going to have really good finishing like that, like that's a superb finish, especially that first one. Mm. Love that, and the second one could have even been a shank, maybe just a little bit of a shank, still scores. So love that. Knicks zero, West Sydney three. That was close. That was another one that I didn't see coming. I, did, I Me never would have thought Wanderers was would win that three 0 I think it's closer I I than what the scoreline shows. I might have said a draw. Yeah. I, was, I, said, well, I said Wellington. Wellington got caught out late, uh, which added the third, because they were pushing for to come back. Western Sydney had like three chances and scored three goals. Yeah. Like they're out of control, but uh, still. Yeah, I think that game was a lot closer than uh, what the scoreline lets on. Anyway, uh, good news. Victory beat Jets 1-0. Um, good news. Also good news is that it's seemingly all the, all the Scum fans have already turned on them. A lot of the comments saying... Um, <laughs> What are you doing? What's happened? What's happened this year? Why aren't we playing like we are? What like we did last season? Because um, they've got two very strikers. Very They're playing good football. They just don't have anything on the end of it, really, yeah. except a bit of bumbling. Hoffman's turned back into Hoffman. Yeah, I always find it funny when the furthest player up the pitch for them is Jason Bloody Hoffman. But it's just it's last weird. Year when He's he an all rounder. Yeah, yeah he had He's like a utility. <laughs> He's like a utility. He yeah. just pops up anywhere. Mm. He scored though a few yeah, last he scored season, yeah. some great goals last year. Not yeah. great, but you know, good for the A League. He was just in the right spot to score last season, I think. And the last game was Perth two, Brisbane one. I didn't watch this one, so you have to tell me what happened. Um, Keo scored a decent goal. Yes, if and I remember right. An and then O'Toole for Brisbane scored no goal, and I think Perth were deserved winners. I think they were the better side on the night, and Perth looked good. Taggart. Got the consolation at the end for through the pen, I think, with about 10 minutes to go. and But Perth were never really in danger and, and won pretty, I wouldn't say easily, but they were always the better side and were always going to get the win. 
Yeah, they look Both good. Going to be a Dangerous team. Top, top four team. One Conamides oh, is, yeah, is, Conamides is a proper gun. And one thing I would say about Perth is that they Popovich is already, it's already a Popovich team. Sort of defend for their lives and just hopefully nick a goal at the other end. And but very good option. Popovich is just happy at a one nil and just to defend yeah, for the rest of the game. They've still got so many people to come back. They don't. Yeah, Castro's out. out. Yeah. Castro's still out. Uh, Spiranovic is still out. That's yeah. some scary. But they've got some forward. decent scoring midfielders, and Andy Keo's mm. now started this season in good form. So Kenny's running around biting right. people's ankles. Oh, I can't stand that bloke. I hated him at City. Oh, speaking of biting ankles, did anyone see that sign? Matt he'll Simon bite your, bite your legs. Oh, yeah, that helps him scoring goals, doesn't it? What's that about? Because he's taller than most of the players. I don't know. I didn't see that sign. Doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. It was on the Eastern Sam, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was some inside joke. Maybe. Hilarious. Right, talking points. Uh, FFA Cup, Adelaide beat Sydney 2-0. Good one. Good one. 2-1. Who wrote 2-0? Ad- Adelaide was <laughs> so good one. It was Lafonja scored a pen, and yeah, oh, good, yeah, Goodwin scored two absolute cracking goals. Those the were free that kicks. second one was yeah. amazing. The, the free yeah. kick Both was a pearler, really. and then the the yeah. second one was just an absolute <laughs> arrow into the top corner. Yeah, that's like right Adelaide out there and take winners. control. Take control. Goodwin just goes out there and does the little masterclass. I'm I'm glad Sydney didn't win another trophy. FFA showed their bias by giving um, Brosk fair best and fairest on the night. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, didn't you see that? Really? No. Yeah, you got fair play award. Oh my god! Look at Bros- Bros- Alex Bros getting a fair play <laughs> award. <laughs> There's pictures of him. Take um, me now. I've seen it all. Running behind, I can't remember which play it was, but he he's clearly looking down at the player's legs, and then he trips him. Hmm. Fair play award, my ass. It must be. He, it must be the uh, most the voted on by the n- most number of words said to the referee because yeah. Bros spends <laughs> most of his time <laughs> talking to the referee. <laughs> Disgraceful. So, obviously, that's very diplomatic didn't, speak. Didn't Sydney get like a fair play award last season, like as a whole, as a club? At the they yeah, probably should have. They got everything because else. they weren't given. Uh, I think it goes on cards. Least yellows. Don't forget, we got least yellows. We but got they had probably had the most fouls. We got a card every three, th- every third foul, and they got a card every twenty seventh foul. I think it was really. Yeah. I thought it was like 12th or 13th. And then after that information was sort of exposed with about 10 rounds to go, the referees went, oh, shit, we're being caught out here. We have to hand out more cards to Zinni. Wow. Yeah, don't you remember that? They were, <laughs> they were like a far outlier from everyone else. I remember seeing the I remember seeing the graph, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, A-League expansion might be delayed till 2020, 21. Yeah, so they came out surprise. the other day and said that some of the bids are good, but not quite ready yet. But then some of the bids came back and said, look, if you gave us notifi- noti- enough notification, December, January, we'd be ready for 1920. So, I don't know. The new board's being voted in in a couple of weeks' time. So, we'll Is see that what the problem? Sorry? Is that the biggest part to the problem? And annoying as it is, isn't don't we need to do this properly? Yeah, yeah. You want <laughs> two teams to come in that are, are solid. Yeah. You know, I I want to see a team, two teams come in that have not that are, that aren't using three stadiums in the season. You know, you want a proper team with, you know, but the ones that I wanted, like Wollongong, 
uh, coming in. Well, Wollongong and Canberra were my, well, I think were the best two candidates. They've already got Stadia. They've already got, well, Wollongong have already got an established side. Canberra's got enough population to support a side and they've already got a W League Yeah, but they're not usually football people though. Yeah. But they've already got the W League side and the W League side does get decent decent crowds. So I think having a men's side would have been beneficial for them. And when we played down there, there was a lot of um, people keen, including that bloke that got us to play down there that said, what was it, Canberra Mariners? Remember all that? Yeah. Remember when yeah, that let's happened? Let's think go back there. <laughs> um, there's a petition going around, I'm pretty sure, for Women's World Cup in 2023. So if you see that online, make sure you sign it. Absolutely. Even if you don't see it online, go look for it. So it'd be great to have the Women's World Cup here in next Australia. Year's, next year's World, Women's World Cup is in France. So I think, yeah, definitely get over there if you can. I think, you know, there'll be a few few Aussies going over. Aussies love, love a World Cup. And, um, yeah, I can't see anything but benefits to us hosting a World Cup. Bolt has done the runner. So long farewell, avoid ascent to you. I, I don't. If someone offered me 150k, I'd take it. Yeah, but it's about the money for him, though. Yeah, yeah but he's it, greedy. Yeah, but still, it's 150k. It's my dream to play football. AKA, it's my dream to get paid three million for not being that good. Not good. That not no. He was awful. <laughs> he was. It was yeah, disgusting. I'm glad he's gone. Well, I'm not glad. good is pretty close to a synonym for awful, isn't it? Anyway, hopefully that is the last. We ever speak of him. Unless we're joking around. Might bring him up. <laughs> hey, remember that time when we had Usain Bolt as a trialist? <laughs> That's going to be like a trivia question for the next like 50 years yeah. at like sports <laughs> trivia nights. Around the world. What yeah. club did Usain trial at? What, what club did Usain Bolt trial at in 2018? And it's going to be, oh, that, that Mariners club in Australia. The East Coast what they, Mariners. What were they thinking? The South right. Coast the Mariners. East Coast Mariners. The South Coast Mariners, <laughs> according to Harry Redknapp. This is the club's walkout song. I don't mind the song away from the football, but I don't know. It just doesn't do me do it for me as a walkout song. And it's good that they uh, decided to use the actual audio file from the song this week instead of the YouTube clip, which has screaming in it. Scream in it, yeah. That was really weird, hearing a lady scream out as a walkout. See... I, I agree. I like the song by itself, but as a walkout song, I'm not entirely sure. You've got to be able to sing it, surely. Just, that's that's what I think. Bang and chorus. Yeah, it's got a really catchy chorus, and I really like it. But, yeah. I'm not sure it fits as a walkout song. I'm sure it's highly motivating. It's very fast and, yeah. What's he singing about? I, I haven't even... I haven't bothered to look at the lyrics or listen to lyrics. No, and no, I can't identify any just by listening to it. So I heard really then, though. <laughs> oh, anyway, a little bit of faith. That's what they want. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it was good that uh, good. they didn't have. Well, they did have the uh, the Bluetooth noise again this week. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's peak Mariners. Uh, that was a highlight so of the match, good. to be honest. I think. Um. Yellow Army, as you could tell, oh, Sunday, was two people. Sunday night was fun, wasn't it? God. Um, all the people that said, yeah, I'll, I'll come along, they didn't come along. So, you know, so, yeah. 
Don't have a go at the people that are there. Have a go at the people that aren't there. And can people stop having a go at two people beating Jimmy? That I'm not just saying it because Jimmy's here and I'm, and because I'm mates with both of them, both him and and Pete. But don't don't have a go at them. Jimmy's been drumming since season one. Pete's been there for what six, seven years, eight years. Don't have a go at them. They they've contributed more to active support than pretty much anybody else, especially Jimmy being there from season one onwards. So when I saw a few comments having a go at the active and those two in particular, I was pretty disappointed because those two are definitely the last ones on the list to criticise for um, not being active enough. If you want to help, come into the bay. There's no there's no click in the, in the bay. You can come and do what you want. If you want to start something, come and do it. There's no judgment or anything. If you're good enough and you're really active and you want to get involved, come and do it. No one's stopping you. We're not stopping you. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to come along and sing, do it. There's no, I don't know how many times I need to say this. There's nothing stopping you from coming into the bay and singing. Don't need to organise it with somebody. You don't need to. You don't need to message anyone. You don't need to wear any special clothes. And let me just reiterate: there is no click. There is no boys' club. That is a load of garbage. That's not a boys' club. It's anybody can come into the bay. And try and start something and we'll get behind you. We're inclusive to anyone, regardless of age or gender, whatever. We've had all sorts in our bay. Even Morrow showed I up. thought you were going to say <laughs> old people. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I always um, get in there when uh, we're away, especially, and occasionally I come but down for a bit of a visit. home, Morrow. Excuse me, I'm way too old. Uh, old people are not needed. Uh, we need He's to sit. Very busy we need to sit games. in the shade and um, eat prawn sandwiches and um, be entertained by football. Honestly, if someone comes into the bay with uh, with Justin, who's w- the only one who credit to him, the only one who's got up there and had a go, and he had his mate with him as well that were trying to start things. And we we started off for, what the first five minutes, but it didn't help when they scored. There's and we were two 0 down in fifteen minutes. A couple so other people down the front, yeah, that sit a few, on the wa- fence. few yeah, flags yeah. were waving as well, and good but on Justin's them. Justin's the only one we sort of know the name of. So. Yeah, like honestly, just coming to the bay and trying. We're gonna we'll get behind anybody. We'll get behind absolutely anybody that comes in and wants to start active. It's not. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to say, oh, you suck because... We will help you. We will honestly, like, we'll help you and we'll tell you how you're going. And there's not going to be any judgment. Just come in and have a go. It's it's not hard if you want to have... If you want to go, like I've said three or four times already in this little monologue, come, come in and have a go. Come and have a go means you want to fight them, Josh. <laughs> I'll do them. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me what time so I can make sure I'm looking at that moment. Well, you come down. We'll fight you. That would be very quick. <laughs> <laughs> right, a couple of questions. I haven't really read these questions, so hopefully there's no double ups. Uh, this one's from the forum, from Forum Phoenix. Maddie's leadership and work rate, which really are stellar and in its own way crucial to rebuilding the team who has suffered from a lack of moral. Morale. Morale. VS issues with two strikers... We're presently losing the midfield batty battle and McCormack tucked in behind, not up to where he's hopefully more effective. Yeah, we sort of covered this, I guess, before. Uh, yeah, we want to push McCormack up to where he's useful. I- I'm sure he's useful where he is if he gets the ball. 
And we agree. Yeah, Mulvey, Mulvey we said that he's multi-dimensional. You know, he's not just that out-and-out striker, McCormack. And you know, during his interview a couple of weeks ago, but we've seen in his track record, both here and back home in the championship, is that he needs to be up the front. It's very obvious. I can imagine him getting quite despondent at well, the moment with yeah. what he's trying to play with. He looked with. annoyed because yeah. when he came of all, off he at needs the 70th. He needs to get on the ball. I guarantee one thing. If he doesn't get on the ball, he won't score. He needs the service. That That's way. what he's not getting. <laughs> he needs the service. Is that how it works? Thanks, just, Captain you know, Obvious. <laughs> wow. Just throwing it in. Is I, that what football is? Well, I think Mulvey noticed it in about the 70th minute and took him off. <laughs> <laughs> there was no chance of him scoring because he wasn't near it. We wouldn't give it to him. Uh, Boki Vukovic or Vukovic. Do you know who the new signing could be? Mike mentioned it in his press conference last game. There will be a new exciting announcement made soon. No, we don't know. Sorry. Well, we can't sign anyone till January, can we? Well, I guess uh, if someone's free. Uncontracted player. Yeah. You saying Bolt's no going to come back? Free agents Bolt's coming back in Jan. No, no, he's coming back. We're not soon. mentioning that name. Hey? Oh, sorry. We're replacing McCormack with Bolt. Where did that rumor no. come from? Oh, oh, don't worry. I just read the rest of the question. Never mind. <laughs> Keep up, Josh. <laughs> uh, Trevor Gordon, would you drop BK Ben Kennedy after last week's performance? Is this where we? Is, is this where I come in now? I guess so. I don't think he should be at the club. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't like it when we signed him. I hated it more when he was laughing during the eight-two game against Newcastle in the last season. Oh. And the only reason he's still with the club is because he had a um, carry-on um, agreement in his contract. What about how we, we saw him in 16 after the game? He ran over to Goodwin and hugged him and laughed with him and had a chat with Goodwin after the game. Did you see that? Or you, you No, I didn't gone? see that. There's a couple of us that were hanging around in 16 after the game and we saw him and um, Goodwin embrace and have a chat and they were laughing with each other. I'm thinking, that's not going to help endear you to fans, is it? When you're laughing and joking around with a player that you've... Allowed to score yeah. pretty easily during the game. That's we were told yeah. that anyone laughing or smiling during the eight-two game was gone, and most of them are gone. Yeah. There's only one that hasn't, and I don't want him here. I don't care if he comes on this. I think we've talked to him to him on the show before. We talked to him last. His dad can call me if he season. wants. He's already spoken to some of our fans who criticise him. Call me, mate. I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you why your son shouldn't be. Christopher Lane, why wasn't Murray playing? Um, no idea. We didn't. You'd have to ask Mike. Um, it was, he didn't even make the bench, did he? No. It's pretty harsh for him not to make the bench. Maybe Miller got in. Maybe Miller had a better week at training. That's why he got in and had 15, 20 minutes at the end to finish the game. I'm not entirely sure, but I think he should always be on the bench because he's definitely... Got a lot of potential. Trying to think what he added to the City game. He didn't add much. Maybe well, it's because we never had the ball. It's because they, they had about 9% possession. With these young strikers, we bring them here as um, out of leagues where I think they probably play at the pointy end and then we put them on the wing. That's the way we do it. And We've got too many strikers in the club and I think if either of Matty Simon or, or um, Ross were... Like I actually think that McCormack and uh, and and he could play Murray could play um, quite well together, probably better than the so the Simon combination. But 
we're probably not going to see that because traditionally that's what we do. Trent was the same thing. He was always a um, central striker and became a winger when he came here. So, yeah, it's hard to fit him in the squad, I think, is the answer to that, and disappointing as it may be. Michael Hitchcock, could the Mariners do more to help the active support? Um, save Justin uh, from copping shit from putting her fit in. Does he mean, like, the club? Yes. Well, we don't want we can't the, club. From the club. Yeah, we can't be driven by the club. Active support should be its own entity. But they can definitely do, you know, as much as possible to support all of that, whether it be by... Well, put up flyers at Arimba Uni. Mm. Oh. In- incentives what? with what? Um, what? tickets and I don't know. What's what, what's the flyer story? There was a flyer put up at Arimba Uni, which was called Project 16, where if you could get paid to oh, go along to the okay. game, you'd have yep. to write about your match day experience yeah. and send it into the club. Yeah. And if you managed to do that for every single game throughout the year, you got paid at the end of the year. Yeah, okay. <coughs> yeah, no, not my favourite idea either. That, but, but I think the club can. What the club can do is is be supportive of the concept. Do whatever it is that supports whoever it is that is prepared to be active support. I think they have. Like they I'm have not going to. Yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah, going to shit times. on the club here. They They've, do at times. I think but Sean's trying. You know, the the people in the club are trying to get something going. It's just it needs to be driven by the, the people. The biggest thing that the club could do to help active support is start winning matches. That's true. Exactly, bloody right. Oh, help one million percent, mate. No different than the uh, prawn sandwiches. People are attracted to winners. It's just the way. Of, is it an Aussie thing, or it's just a way of life in everything? It's, when you when you win, everything. everyone likes winning. Nobody likes losing. We've been losing for four years straight. If the team gets on a two or three win match match streak, maybe there's more people in the bay, and it, things start get going again. There'll be more people at the game in general. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I always yeah, said. It, it, it'll just it'll happen organically. Active support is a percentage of yeah, people that turn that up to the bank. A couple bay. of weeks ago, uh, turn up yeah. to the stadium. Speaking, yeah, organic. Active support has to evolve organically. It can't be forced onto people because then they get turned away from it. It's got to be something that someone wants to do and wants to be there. You can't force someone to sit and just stand and chant the whole game. It's got to be something they want to do. The beautiful Liz Hornery asks, has the experiment failed playing a right mid at number 10? Yes. You mean Ross McCormack? That's what he does mean, and I'm saying yes. It didn't work last year when we tried playing Hall there, so it's not going to work this year either. I think for the fourth or fifth time in this podcast, yes. I, I would rather Simon to be on the bench and McCormack to be up at nine. Um, Fred's wife, Rebecca, asks, <laughs> how's Dan's mental health after that game? Is he okay? Fred? Uh, I texted Dan and he said, yes, he is okay. And thank you for asking. Uh, I think he's taking a couple of days off. I did see him motioning the players to go and meet the fans and so forth. And they're a little bit reluctant. Why? To get stuff thrown at them. Lachlan Gracie, would you close the upper tier on the league's club side considering barely anyone sits in it? I do know that uh, they're the cheapest side to sit up the top. So maybe people still want their seats up there. I still see quite a few people up there. Yeah, it's sitting Especially in direct the northern sunlight end. is the best during yeah, summer. Yeah, that, that is really bad. That's where I sat when I first started coming to Mariners games because it was cheap. Yeah, yeah and you get a decent sunlight. seat. Yeah, it's the only problem. It's up yeah. high. If we had night games, it would be perfect up there. But we don't because we're the Mariners and Fox don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how true that is. Why are we laughing? Yeah. Matthew Brewster. Is Matty Simon as a captain more of a hindrance than a help? Notably uh, spitting chips during the game. Tom H has been very quiet this year. Is there a problem? Um, O'Neill, despite being talented, was uh, really blasé in his ball retention. Adelaide were just a better team and played like a team. Okay, back to the start. Yes, I don't think Matt Simon is a decent captain. I know he's local, um, but when you've got someone going around just kicking people the whole game, I don't think that's really captain material. Tom Hiarie has always been quiet. Um, if you mean with the ball, I don't know. What do you think? I think one of the it's the only position on the field where if you're quiet and you're not you don't really stand out, it's a good thing. That's what DMs are supposed to be. They're supposed to be solid, have the most touches on the ball, get things going and attack, stop you know, stop the ball getting into the defence. Um um, I think it's there's a decent point there. I think last season Tommy sort of stood out, but was that just because he was the best player in a poor, in a poor team? Maybe this season Possibly. there's a few more better players around him, and he doesn't stand out as much. That's sort of leading on to my next answer uh, with O'Neill. Um, he is very talented. Yeah, Blase with his bullet retention, he's probably looking up to see who could pass it to. Couldn't really see anyone that was sort of looking for the ball. Um, coming to the ball, trying to get it, that didn't have one or two players right up their ass, mm. And I guess he was getting caught on it. So, yeah, Adelaide were the better team. There's zero doubt in that. Andy Jennings uh, asked about Ben Kennedy. Should he be dropped? I've already given my thoughts. Uh, thank you for the question. And <laughs> Stephen Bolger, what's the plan? Counter-attack or Ocon ball? Change from week to week. None worked well. Well, the answer to that is no, Ocon Ball should be um, blasted into the sun. So should the curriculum of how to play. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what Mulvey's tactics are because it's been a bit... All Both, I think, all three games have been a bit different. I think counter-attack is maybe something that we need to look at. But, yeah, Ocon Ball, yeah, shot straight into the sun, please. Adelaide just high-pressed us all game, which yeah. didn't let us play the way we wanted to play. So I don't think we got to see think, what we're trying to do. I think Adelaide have just given the blueprint to every other team of how to play against us, to be honest, with that high press and just not allowing any time on the ball and we'll give it away really easily and then they'll have chances to counter. I hope I hope we won't um, continue to uh, try and play that way. And somebody touched on the whole uh, McCormack and, uh, thing again. We can't keep trying to play this way. We're outnumbered in the midfield seemingly every week and then we don't like being outnumbered in the midfield and so hopefully soon we will rectify that situation. I don't think players like Tommy go well in a situation where we are down a number in the midfield because you need to be pretty mongrelite and win some ball in there that you probably don't deserve. So Tommy doesn't really suit that as much, I reckon. And hopefully we will change and not do that anymore, be that by red card or by other force. And that'll also mean we'll need to develop up a second captain in answer to a couple of those questions that went by. Right, let's quickly finish out the show with predictions. Friday night sees Melbourne City at home against Wellington Phoenix. Both teams had poor showings last weekend. Usually City at home for me against most teams should be, I would be going for City. But after last week, I don't know if I can tip them or not. So, both teams coming off a 3-0 loss. So, 
I'm going to sit on the fence and say draw because I don't really see any team winning it. It'll be Wellington. I'm on City. I'm on a draw. Rudin Ball is 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 coming back. <laughs> well, it didn't go well last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, West Sydney, Brisbane. Mm. Where's that at? It's at West Sydney. It's at uh, Glen Willow Sporting Field. Where is that? Oh, is that the game in Mudgee? Let me look that up, mate. Just talk for about the game for now. We were supposed to play Mudgee. Yeah, it's in Mudgee. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought we were. I thought we were the game in Mudgee. I guess not. So Brisbane have to go to Perth and then back to Brisbane and then uh, out to Mudgee and back to Brisbane. Um, oh my God, Western Sydney for me. I'm going to sit on the fence again and say draw. I think Brisbane showed decent things last week, uh, even though they were outplayed. Wanderers played well. So, uh, it's only a four-hour draw for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say I'm just I'm going to sit on the fence again and say draw. Uh, Brisbane. Tag it, we'll get one towards the end. Even of the after game. Wanderers won like three 0 last week. Yep. Yeah, but they were poor against Sydney the week before. It's no. hard to pick. I hate this league. It's so hard to pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Draw. Okay. Jets. Sydney. I hate both these teams. So this one's <laughs> difficult. But I prefer Sydney to win. Yeah. Sydney one nil. I don't want to tip either of them. So Lafondra with a with a hatty. I don't want. I don't want to tip either of them. So I'm going to go draw again. So that's three three draws in a row for me. <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide, Perth That'll be game of the round, I think Yeah Adelaide belt be Belting draw. us Perth coming off a pretty decent um, Where is it? Is it in Adelaide? It's in Adelaide Sunday Arvo Draw for me It'll be a draw So Perth can just Outscore whoever they play at the moment Like They, they concede a lot of goals But they're outscoring But there's always a lot of potential For them to not turn up yeah, so, and I'm well, they are away. So, so despite oh, despite the decent start to the season, I'm just hedging. I'm gonna go for a fourth draw in a row. I think I think this might be like That's a two, like a did. one one or a two two. I think high scoring draw. Yeah, yeah, I'm in that. Yeah, all right. Uh, Melbourne victory at home against us. We'll victory. finish. <laughs> we'll finish ahead of victory, of course, won't we? On the table. <laughs> are you gonna put that bet <laughs> <Yeah>. on again? <laughs> Aka known as beers away. Yeah, a decent uh, turnout down there this this time, won't it be? Well, we know a few people going down. Um, hopefully there's a few other Mariners fans that are down there and maybe create a little bit of atmosphere. Hopefully, what do you reckon, maybe 15 to 20 Mariners fans? Maybe more, I'm not sure. Hopefully it's a decent turnout. Because it's, it's the only Melbourne away that we have until April. Two of our last three games are in Melbourne. So I think that might be a reason why a few people might do it. Because it's... The only Melbourne away for months. So, how it, we're going to play, I have no idea. But if we play like we did last week, victory will... Um, I won't like to uh, watch that game sober if we play like we did last week. But, I won't, cause I'll, but I won't be. That was a bit Sean allude uh, at the runner com- uh, press conference that we're going to be wearing a different jersey this game? Play, oh yeah, playing the th- playing with the third kit because our away kit is a massive clash with Victory's home kit. So yeah, the third the white third kit will probably be well, the kit we're I using. Wasn't he saying like a one off or special? Yeah, kit? Yeah, I thought was, like that? I thought he was alluding to more that. Is that what Moldy said? No, Sean said. Oh, well, we had a, a kit surprise. Yeah, that so it would be more. Isn't of that a what? Surprise. Isn't that what a third kit is? If well, we you, know if you got th- two clashes. 
play in your third kit or They'll, they're going to wear the FFA Cup kit again. But isn't this also oh. get some usage out? Is of this <laughs> also poppy <laughs> poppy shirt round? Remember, oh, it's around. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a white shirt with just poppies all over it. Well, so not the IFS shirt. That's the third kit, isn't it? With a tank on the back. Yeah, I don't know. I bet I Sean did say something. Enough. Sean did of say us. something a bit weird. So I just want to supply in the Be third. Thank you for listening. I want to supply uh, the third because uh, it's so thank nice. Thank you to the sidelines. Thank you to the Mariners. There's no one in the office today. There's three people down there. It's because it's, 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 it's Melbourne Cup. I know it's Melbourne Cup. Thanks, guys. It's it's Melbourne Cup. This so means all the Aussies. Who's going to win piece. this game? We're going to win this game, yeah. I said victory. No, don't be silly. We're going to win. I tell you what's not going to win. My liver. <laughs> if we'd been any good last week, I probably would have done a last-minute dash. But I decided that's a futile attempt. To yeah. thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll damage your ears next week. Woo! See ya. See ya.